All right, what's going on, everybody? Sean Light here. Welcome back to the Weight Room Wealth Podcast. This is number 400. So this is, I mean, look, this is, this is a big one. To think, to think that we have done 400 podcasts, 400 episodes of the podcast here is, is really cool. Uh, and I don't know... <laughs> I don't know what to say other than that I'm proud of myself for having gone through this journey and gone through the process and, and continuing to uh, work with it and figure it out and, and, and add to it and try to continue to add value. So uh, number 400 is a big one. And like I've been saying, leading up to this, leading up to this episode, uh, 401, so the next episode here is going to be the launch point for... I guess I, 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 the first thing that came to mind was the launch point for better episodes, but that kind of is like a slap in my own face saying that the other episodes weren't very good. But <clears throat> I think that still, I think that there, it's a launch point for better episodes. It's a launch point for guests. It's a launch point for longer episodes. It's a launch point for me. Like right now, as I walk and talk to you, it's a weekend getaway here for myself and my girlfriend and one of our one of my other best friends and his girlfriend. Uh, we're down here in Maryland on the beach. It's 7:21 in the morning, and I'm walking. Headphones in, you know the uh, the wired headphones with the microphone on it. And as I walk, I'm recording this podcast. Right, <clears throat> and while I still want to do things like this because I like the candid approach to it, I also want to also want to do a bit more of a production. I want to do more of, uh, you know, I want to prepare for it. I, you know, I think that there's a lot of value in lessons like this, but I also want to be able to be, I want to be prepared for it. I want to like, I want to, you know, have topics prepared instead of just like, usually I come on here like, what am I working on right now? What are the things that I could teach and where's the value I could give? And then I just kind of free ball on, <clears throat> on that. Right. And I'd like, I'd like 401 and beyond to have more of traditional podcasts that are helpful, that are beneficial with guests and all that stuff. So that's coming. So thanks so much for being around with us for you know, up to this point. I, <clears throat> I legitimately appreciate it. And I've said it before and it's hard for me to really convey my gratitude, but I really, <clears throat> I really do have it. So in this last episode, before we jump into it, <clears throat> I think I want to talk about a concept that, quite frankly, I'm having difficulty explaining and teaching. So I'm using this a bit as a workshop to help myself explain it better. Uh, but I'm also using it to teach you because I think it's quite possibly the most valuable concept that I've learned over the course of my over the course of my journey in trying to learn entrepreneurship and business. <clears throat> Sorry, I just woke up, so I'm like getting everything, getting my like body moving again. <clears throat> okay, so a couple days ago, I woke up, and I usually have a cup of coffee like really early in the morning. Like I, you know, do a little couple things, and then I hit my coffee. And on this day, I waited maybe two hours before I had my coffee. Now, for those of you who have done something similar to that in the past, uh, for those coffee drinkers out there, you know that the morning doesn't really start until you have your morning cup of coffee. Uh, and you know the feeling of 
not you know not not having that zip not having that pop not having that like it's that caffeine that gets into the system and you really just feel like your day is now getting rolling you feel good right and like when you don't have it you feel a little lethargic you feel like you're dragging a little bit you feel like it's almost like like a it's almost like there's a cloud over your head right hopefully that's not just me so uh i'm waiting i waited the two hours to I waited the two hours to have my cup of coffee, and I had all of that. Like, it all felt like that. It felt weird. It felt funky. And I didn't feel like myself. And that's the point. Because when you're trying to change a result that you're getting in your life, you cannot feel like yourself. When I wake up in the morning first thing you do, check your phone, get up, go to the bathroom, brush your teeth. You brush your teeth the same way. You brush your teeth with the same pattern. You take a shower with the same pattern. You towel off in the same pattern. You, you know, you go make a cup of coffee the exact same way in your exact, in the, you know, in your favorite mug. You, uh, you know, you grab your keys from the exact same place on top of the microwave or something or from the key hook. And then you, and then you take the, you, you get in your car that's parked in the same spot. <clears throat> then you take the same pathway to work. And you do the same thing and you meet the same people at work. You have the same interactions at work. You eat the same thing for lunch every work, every day at work. Like you do all the same things and it continues over and over and over again. So when an action, when an experience is registered in the mind, right? So when the brain is like, when the, when the brain takes in an event, it communicates that event to the body by releasing a chemical. The chemical is going to be called an emotion, okay? And that emotion communicates it to the body so that in the future, when you experience the same event, it knows how to react to it, right? So if you ever had like an... There's like a really, like a PTSD is a really good example, right? So a soldier goes overseas and <clears throat> hears all the gunfire and, uh, you know, it's really traumatic. It's really emotional. Like it's, you know, he sees some really crappy stuff and then he comes back home and then, <clears throat> you know, he hears somebody drop a plate at a restaurant and all of a sudden it snaps him back, right? Because of the emotional tie to that moment, right? <clears throat> because that's how, the, that's how the brain has categorized that event. So, so you're in your, so, so this is, this is where I start, uh, where it becomes a little bit dicey to explain, but so you categorize it in your head and it is like the event, like the, every, all those events inside of your day get categorized, right? And if you repeat them, if you repeat them every single day, the same emotion gets gets secreted from the brain, right? The same chemicals, because the brain knows what it is, so it repeats the same chemicals. The idea behind the chemicals is it's to produce an action from the body, right? Because the way that the brain works, it's like, here's the here's the event that's happening right now, what do I need to do, right? So so it's it sees what's happening, it registers the event, it secretes the emotion, and the emotion is supposed to drive an action. And when you drive an action, the action drives a result. So if you do the same thing every single day, you fire the same circuits, you fire off the same chemicals, you fire off the same uh, emotions, fire off the same actions, 
fire off the same results. So if you repeat this over and over and over again, we call this living in the known, in, in, the, in the predictable known, right? Because if I, come, if I leave my house every day and I turn right to go to work, instead of turning left, I turn right and I do it every single day, I know what's gonna happen, right? I'm gonna walk past the coffee shop, I'm gonna walk past the, the pizza shop, I'm gonna see the guy in there cooking his pizza, I'm gonna smell the pepperoni, I'm gonna smell the coffee from the coffee shop, I'm gonna wait at the light, I'm gonna see the same familiar strangers as I walk as I walk, you know, uh, uh, you know, as I make that walk every single day, right? I know what's going to happen there. It's predictable. If I turn left, I don't know what's going to happen. It's unpredictable. And then the unpredictable is possibility, is the unknown, right? That's where possibility exists. People want to, you know, <laughs> it was funny. We were, we were like, we were sitting on the balcony last night with, with everybody here and having a couple drinks and having a nice time. And somebody, somebody was talking about how when they travel, when they travel to like random places in America, they always want to go to like Applebee's, right? And they're like, well, I just don't know about these other restaurants, right? Like, I want, like I'm just going to go to a place that's safe because I know it and I know what I'm going to get when I go to this place. So I'm just going to go to this place. And I was like, damn, I was like, that's exactly what I'm talking about here, right? Because people are like, I would much rather live in the safe, the predictable, the known, than do anything that's unpredictable, right? But possibility, change, all of that lives in the unknown, right? You have to, if you just do the same things over and over and over again every single day, you eliminate the possibility of possibility, right? And, you know, that's exactly what, what that's exactly what we're trying to demonstrate to you from a scientific prospect. Right? So, a couple days ago, a couple weeks ago, I am with a friend of mine. He's an entrepreneur. He's a basketball agent. Shout out Kevin Targa. He listens to this podcast sometimes, right? And he's, you know, he bounces around and comes up to where, where we live, to where I live. Uh, you know, every, every once a month, a little bit, you know, somewhere spread out there, right? And he always goes to this little co-working place that's like two blocks down from my house. And first of all, by the way, guys. It is so hot out here right now. It's like 7.30 in the morning. I'm sweating like crazy. It's, it's nuts. <laughs> uh, my goodness. Okay. Anyway, <clears throat> so my friend, if it sounds like I'm out of breath, it's because it's super hot and um, I'm, I'm, I'm walking at a pretty brisk, brisk pace here. Okay. Anyway, so my friend, he comes up, goes to this co-working place and whatever, whatever. Like, he's like, he's like, Hey, you want to swing by? Well, we can, you know, we can do some work here. And I was like, sure, whatever. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Right. So I go over there. I take my computer, the same computer I always use. I you take all the same notes. I take all the same stuff, put it in my backpack, take it to this place where I do all of the same things. Right. Uh, now we go through, we do our work day, whatever. And then at the end, he's like, Hey, I just want to run downstairs and ask somebody before we leave about parking. Like, I just want to know what the parking situation is like here. Said, all right, cool. So we walk down there, go to like the little, the little front desk area, and we get there. There's three people just kind of there chit chatting, and he said, one of the guys is like, hey, can I help you? What can I help you with? And my buddy's like, hey, you know, looking at the parking, whatever. So he handles the parking, does that stuff, and then one of the guys goes, hey, like, what do you guys do for a living, right? So my buddy's like, hey, I'm a basketball agent, blah blah blah, right? <clears throat> then he's like, hey, what about you? 
I was like, well, I run, a, I run a neuroscience for business company. And he looks at me and he's like, what? He's like, that's so cool. And he starts like asking questions. And he's like, oh my God, like I do this stuff. Like I've, I've looked into psychology. I've been to Tony Robbins, blah, 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 blah. Turns out this guy owns this, this entire building. By the end of it, he's like, we need to meet this week because I want to buy your stuff for everybody in my, for everybody in, you know, in my business, everybody who works here. And I want to get you in, in, the, in the speaker series so that all of the entrepreneurs and businesses that work in this co-working place can come hear you speak. And I was like, son of a nutcracker. Like, because think about it, this all that happened, the only thing that I did differently was do something different. I took my computer and I did work somewhere else because in my room, in my home office, it's predictable. I know what's gonna happen. I know exactly what's gonna happen every single day if I stay in that spot. But if I flip at the script, if I, if I open it up and go somewhere else, the, the possibility exists that something else can happen and that's exactly what happened. So when we flash back to the coffee experience, when I don't feel like myself, when I do something different, and I want you to really think about that, I don't feel like myself, right? Because what we're really trying to do is break the habit of being yourself. Think about that. This, uh, it's, a, it's a book by Joe Dispenza. Break the habit of being yourself. <clears throat> and that's really what you're trying to do. You're trying to... When you don't feel like yourself, you're firing off different circuits, which, fire, which fires off different emotions, which fires off different actions, which fires off different results. And if you do that, and if you find those places in your routine where you can do that, you open the door to possibility instead of living in the predictable known. <clears throat> so, I want you to look at your routines. I want you to look at the things that you do every single day and how much of your day is predictable. How much of the actions that you do are predictable. Think about that. Look through the list, look through the routines. Are you in a, people say, I hate this. I forget what movie this is from. But are you in a rut, a rut teen or a routine, right? We want to we wanna open the door to possibility. There's a great, there's a great entrepreneur. His name is Jesse Itzler. I've probably talked about him here a good bit. I got to say, guys, this is turning into a great episode. Uh, so Jesse Itzler, he founded a bunch of companies. He's a co-owner of the Atlanta Hawks now. Uh, and Jesse Itzler, <clears throat> he had David Goggins, Navy SEAL David Goggins, live with him and his family for 30 days. And he's on Joe Rogan explaining this. And he's like, man, like, what is, like, and Joe says, like, why would you do this? Like, this is crazy, right? And, like, Goggins had him doing all sorts of crazy stuff, blah, blah, right? So, <clears throat> uh, he's, you know, he's, he, uh, Jesse's explaining, you know, when I met Goggins, I was, I was at a, I was running an ultra, an ultra marathon, hundred mile event. And there he was 250 pounds, no training and running on two broken feet. And he completed the event. He's like, I looked at the guy and I said, I don't know what he's got, but he's got something that I want. So he said that he wants to put himself in position to get the rub. He's like, I didn't know what I needed, but I needed something from this guy. Right? So all he did was put himself in the position to acquire the lesson, acquire the rub, acquire the change and the difference. And as long as you're in a routine every single day, it just can't happen, right? As long as you're doing the same stuff over and over and over again, chemically, 
it's all going to be the same. From an action standpoint, it's going to be all the same. And if those are, if that's the case, from a results standpoint, it's going to be all the same. <clears throat> and there it is, episode 400. Guys, thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to this next step in the process as we dive into episode 401 and beyond. Thanks so much for being here. We'll see you next time.